0: Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All.
1: Today, we're going to talk with dating specialist, radio and TV host, Demona Hoffman. I can't wait to hear what she has to say about this new pandemic era of dating. Jade, do you remember dating? Do I? Like, <laughs>
0: yes. <yeah>. I'm sc- <laughs> You know, I mean, there's an upside to everything, but I don't miss the dating world. Dating was so
1: hard back then. Ba- back in our younger days. And now
0: like everyone's just Even virtually
1: harder. dating.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so I'm trying to think when I for when I went on The Bachelor, I think Tender and all those apps had just been out for maybe like a year. You know, it was just starting to become a thing. Yeah. And nowadays I feel like especially with a pandemic, so many people have been doing Zoom dating which is I'm super curious about. It's but so funny had that into the mix of being a single mom. I don't know. Can you imagine like Zoom dating at home having kids? No.
1: I I mean, you would have to do it like after they went to sleep, which would be like a very late date. But the one good thing is that like you could have a glass of wine and not have to worry about like going anywhere.
0: (laughs) There's an upside. (laughs) Upside. You know, though I I know it's like different everywhere and, and and there's different comfort levels. So people are actually out there dating in the real world too. Like Yeah, that's true. There. Like Tanner and I have been on dates, you know, like since since this too. We should ask Demona about that as well, is for all the listeners out there who are listening who have a significant other, how to keep dating them.
1: It's hard. It's hard yeah. to like find that time. And it's so important to find that time, but it really is hard to find that time when you have kids to reconnect.
0: Absolutely. I make up excuses too. I'm terrible at that. Well, I feel like
1: you're allowed to right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think um. I have any excuses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. You do. It's hard. This I mean, every stage of raising kids is hard, but this little stage when they are very reliant on you. It's hard to like not put your love life on the back burner. Yeah. It's hard to not put sleep first.
1: (laughs) Because I feel like you get to that time at night where you could like maybe have a date because the kids are asleep and like you could cuddle on the couch, but it's like that's the time that sleep sounds really
0: nice, you know? (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Speaking of kids, how are your kids? I don't think oh if gosh. anybody knows this, but because of everything that's going on in the world, I have not met Charlie. It's so
1: weird to think about because I mean, he turns 1 in November, which is also when you're going to have another baby. I know. November I know. is a big month this year.
0: It is. It is. That's
1: really crazy. My kids are good. They're Bella just She just never stops talking now, which is really fun, but she's, oh gosh, she picks up on the funniest things (laughs) and I don't know where she picks them up from. Now she's saying this thing where she goes, mommy, not talk to me like that like and I'm like what <laughs> don't talk to me like that <laughs> and then she said oh gosh what'd she say the other day mommy how dare you And I was like what <laughs> how dare you what do you mean how dare you <laughs> I don't know it's I mean it's probably YouTube let's be honest but just so funny the things that she says are so funny and Evan and I just look at each other like oh gosh did she get that from us probably or oh, yeah.
0: I, I sometimes notice that where I Emmy mean, will say something and I'm like, oh, where'd she get that? She didn't get that from us. And then like a few days later, Tanner and I will be having a conversation and I say something very similar. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> she, <laughs> did. I she did. She got it. it from us. Oh,
1: my gosh. And then you sent me a picture this morning of Brooks climbing on a um a little like baby bed. Tip, a toppily baby bed. <laughs> like, it's a okay, rocking
0: not- bassinet for Emmy's baby dolls.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And he thinks that it's his bassinet. It's, like, teeny tiny and it rocks. And he likes to try to climb in and balance and sit in there a hundred times a day. It drives me crazy. I'm, I told you. I was, like, I'm about ready to burn this thing because... I mean,
1: those are the things that I just, like, put in a different room. I close the door, like, bye. <laughs> Charlie is now... He's definitely going to be walking soon. He climbs on, he is the biggest climber. I find him, I mean, I turn my back for two seconds and he's like up the stairs. Like it's, he's on the couch. Like he's everywhere. He's so like now you just have to watch. I mean, I watch him at all times anyway, but you know, sometimes like you turn your back to like grab a cup of coffee and then you're like, how did you get on the couch? Like what? So he's just everywhere. It's so dangerous and so scary. And I'm kind of impressed, <laughs> but also
0: like, uh, this is terrifying. <laughs> no, be- it is because you can't turn your head for three seconds no. because then they're on the next thing that they're about to fall and get a major boo-boo. So, right. You know what I was thinking yeah. was
1: so funny the other day, like our girls took a while to walk, but our boys are like, Brooks was like an early walker and Charlie's going to be early, not early, but like a normal walker. I'm like, oh my gosh, our boys are just like so athletic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, I don't I don't want to label it like a boy thing, but uh, Brooks is very much the same way that Charlie is right now where he, I mean, he's nonstop. Brooks is nonstop. Now that he's yeah. running and everywhere, it's even worse. Oh so not trying to freak you out. <laughs> I am freaked out. I'm completely freaked out because I know like, you know, crawling
1: changes the game and then walking changes the game on a whole nother level. Yeah. So, and I know it's coming like in the next few weeks it's coming and I'm just like terrified.
0: <laughs> it's funny though because Brooks is definitely more physically active than Emerson and even like she loves she loves running and dancing and she likes those sort of things but when we even take him to the park She wants to climb. She wants to do all the climbing and he wants to like go down the, he'll go down the slides. No problem. And she does does not like slides. Really? Mm -mm, She doesn't. So um, it's funny how there's such differences, but also he doesn't like to be thrown up in the air and be caught. He's kind of scared of that feeling. So it's interesting how kids are comfortable with certain things or they prefer certain things and just. What they listen to with their bodies. I always tell Emmy, just listen to your body.
1: That is interesting. We have that same, like, is it play school? I don't know. Whatever slide that is, that red slide y'all have. Yeah. We have that slide. And now, Charlie, I think it's really fun to just try to go up the slide. Oh, yeah. And so – you know, you look over and the kid's like three-fourths so away up the slide. And you're like, if they get up the slide, they're just going off, you know? Like, they're not going to go <laughs> back first. down the slide. They're just going to go head first down the stairs. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, this is not how a slide works, child. Uh. Uh, it's quite we something. We just need padded floors. Padded floors, know. padded walls.
1: Seriously. Uh, and a nap. That's what we need.
0: <laughs> and a nap.
1: <laughs> and a nap. Okay, well, enough about talking about kids. We need to start talking about us and our relationships. And we have a lot of single listeners. So I'm really excited to talk to Demona because I feel like she's going to have so much good dating advice for the climate we're in right now, which is so, so different than it's ever been.
0: Yeah, I mean, because she's a dating coach, uh, a radio and podcast host, and she knows everything there is to know about all different stages of dating. So let's take a quick break and we'll connect with Demona.
1: Hi, Demona. Hi, how are you? We are good. We're so excited to have you on. We have a lot of single moms that listen to this podcast. And we also are in marriages that need some... uh, dating advice as well. Yes. Seriously, um, who doesn't right now? Gosh, what <laughs> no I'm like kidding. pandemic style? What is I guess that's a good first question. What is what is it like being a dating coach in this climate right now? It's rough out there, not gonna lie. No kidding. <laughs> um I, you know, it's just everything. I've been doing this for 15 years. So
2: I've just seen a lot of cycles, a lot of changes. I met my husband online. At the beginning of online dating, like way before it was cool. So I started coaching singles sh- shortly after that. And so I've watched the whole evolution of like Tinder and Bumble and Now the pandemic, I think, is the biggest disruptor since the swipe apps really became much more accepted as a way to meet people. Mm -hmm. And so we're just dealing with we're just dealing with a new new paradigm. So my job is basically keep calm, carry on (laughs) and help people still stay present on the dating apps and keep keep the focus on what they're looking for and not panic in this time when so many people are panicking and there's so much to panic about.
1: Gosh, I know Jade and I were talking about how before we met our husbands, dating was already hard. Even before like you know the dating apps were out there, it was hard. Then the dating apps came out and it got confusing and hard. And now it's like, what do people even do? Which dating? St- apps do you do? Like, how do you virtually date?
0: Especially as single parents, because yeah. there's a whole mm-hmm. load of extra things you have to be careful with. Yeah, you know? for sure. And
2: particularly within the pandemic, I'm doing the virtual distance learning situation with oh my, my kids. <laughs> and I know it is not for the faint of heart. And my husband is a very hands-on dad. That was actually one of my the traits I was looking for when I was dating, I was like, I need somebody who's going to help me raise these kids (laughs) because I knew I wasn't going to be a stay at home mom. And now Mm -hmm. we're all stay at home moms. Plus we're also stay at home teachers. And you have to, you have to really make dating a priority I find in today's world. So yes, it's hard, but I feel like sometimes we get caught up into that thought process, that dialogue of like, Oh, dating is so hard. And we commiserate Mm -hmm. with our girlfriends. And then Mm -hmm. what that does is it makes it, even harder. The way I approach dating is very strategic. We just, we just look at the facts. Like this is the situation we're dealing with. Now we figure out what, what is it? I I talk about the dating funnel with my clients. There's just, there's five steps that I take everyone through. And if your love life is not flowing and you're not dating the person of your dreams, somewhere on these steps, you're, you're, you have a leak in your funnel. We just patch it up And then your love life flows. So it's either your mindset, your sourcing, where you're finding dates, your screening, how you're choosing dates, your presentation, how you're showing up on dates, or your follow through. It's literally that simple. And we just figure that out and then wash, rinse, repeat, and eventually you meet the one.
1: I mean, that sounds simple, (laughs) but I feel like those steps are really... (laughs) Individually, I'm like, oh my gosh. The presentation. Well, oh my
2: gosh! <laughs> I know it sounds simple. I I like to simplify it because I try to take the anxiety out of it. Yeah. But yes, yeah. each of those it, steps we could spend weeks totally. on.
1: Okay, so let's say I'm a single mom and I'm like I'm ready to get back in the dating scene. Where do we? Where do I start?
2: You have to make the time for it first. You have okay. to actually, literally carve out the time to date. Like I'll have people put it in their calendar. Like I I have a client that all the time is like, I don't know how to find a match. And, and I go into her, her dating profile and I'm like, you have, you have 15 unread messages here. Like I I can't help you if Mm -hmm. you're not at least responding to the people who are there. And she's like, well, I forget. And especially for single moms, it's like. I totally understand. I mean, I forget to brush my teeth and put on clean underwear some days.
1: (laughs) Right? Right? Sometimes, do you ever feel like that a little bit of that is like based in fear of the unknown? If a woman hasn't dated in a long time, then maybe it's not forgetting, but it's just like, oh, I saw it in there and I just can not open it. It's vulnerable, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of fear of the unknown for sure. I think it's also that we... We put into, we put our energy into the things that give us love and attention and feedback back. So when we love our kids, we feel that and we get love back. When we love our job and we pour everything into our jobs, we love that and it gives us money, power, you know, attention. But then when it's hard, when we get, when we, when we hit a point in dating where it's frustrating and we don't feel like we're getting back from it, we then pour into the other things that are giving us mm. the positive feelings back. and then the less you work on your dating life and put your energy into it, the less it will give to you. Mm. that makes mm. sense. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's it's hard to examine these things too, but it's, it's some of it is just the process of of taking stock of like, what do I really want? Do I really want a relationship and is that as as important to me as my work or as my kids? And sometimes yeah. the answer's no, and that's yeah. fine. It's like, then that's this isn't the right time, and you find the right time. But if the answer's yes, you have to do something about it.
1: Okay, so now let's hypothetically say <laughs> I'm a single mom. I've carved out time. I'm like, okay, this is one of my top priorities. Do you suggest Bumble over Tinder, over Match.com, over is there something that you like suggest that works that you've seen work better? I swear one of the number one questions I'm asked is
2: which dating app is the best. And mm-hmm. I think it's because we all want a shortcut. We think, well it's just I'm I'm just on the wrong app. That's it. I just, uh-huh. If you just fix the app, then everything else will fall into place. I find that selecting a dating app is really as unique as selecting a match for you. You have to figure out how how much time do you have to search? If you get overwhelmed by the swipe swipe swiping, don't do Bumble because you're going to be in overwhelm for a long time. Don't be on match. Go, go to a Coffee Meets Bagel where you get one match a day. If you mm. like having the selection and feeling like, you know, you have a little bit more control and it's not just the people that they match for you sending it them into your inbox, then then you want to be on a more open-ended site like, like the ones I mentioned or like OkCupid. But it's a good idea to be on at least two apps at the same time. Because then you're doubling your chances and you will see some of the same people on the different apps, but y- you want to really find the app that works for your lifestyle and that you like the the people that you see there.
1: I was going to say, I downloaded your um, profile starter kit.
2: Yes.
1: And because I was, I was asking myself the question, like if. If I was on a dating app, like what photos do you use? What do you put in your profile? Can you talk about the three Cs? Because it was so smart to me because I ne- I when I was on those sites, never did it correctly.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, most people are not doing it correctly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm telling everybody like best case scenario, this is what you do. Even if you just do one of these things, things will change in your love life. But the three Cs are color, context, and character. These are the three must-haves for your dating profile photos. Color is just color. Like having a dress that's brightly colored, ideally red. Men are actually more attracted to the color red. Studies have shown that they will rate a woman as more attractive if she's wearing a red
1: dress. That's so funny. That's Evan's favorite color. That's my husband's favorite color. (laughs) See? see, I knew it. I should have known. Science, Science. (laughs) Yes, he can't. Well, if you think about it,
2: like, the way that red shows up in the wild or in our lives when you when you see a a red stop sign you you are trained to stop right Right. so we're doing the same thing psychologically when you're swiping through the app like it's saying stop pay attention to me so I love red for a first photo It's the
0: color of passion it Mm. is the color
2: of passion and yeah and in the wild it is actually like like monkeys will they they will have a part of their body turn a different color turn red when they're when they are mating so like we, we like to pretend we're so sophisticated but really <laughs> we're just animals out there <laughs> so that's the color and then the context is telling your story through your photos I'm sure you experience this on dating apps before, and a lot of your listeners have too, like nobody's reading anything anymore, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do the profile starter kit and I give all of these wonderfully pre-written fill in the blank sort of profile templates. And I have prompts for how you can write all these things, but really your photos are the most important. So you want to tell your story through your photos, right? Yeah especially in the Instagram world that we live in. Oh, 100%. And, right? And then uh, character is the last one. And that's what most people miss. That's really showing the the other side of your personality that most people don't see. The goofy side, the nerdy side, the quirky side, the funny side, the studious side. The, the one that really would make someone look at your profile and say n- say not just, that's a pretty woman, but, oh, we have something in common. She's the right match for me.
0: So I have a question. Would you include pictures of you and your children in your profile? Or is that something you save for when you start talking to somebody and you open up? I
2: wouldn't put my pictures of my kids on my profile if I were single. I, I think you have to be the star of your profile. And that goes yeah. for also pictures of your mom or your ex-boyfriend or your girlfriends, <laughs> right? You yeah. you want to be the focus. You don't want all those people like crowding in your your shot. <laughs> it's
1: about yeah, you. Yeah. Right? Okay. So when you have like a, I guess most people are doing virtual first dates now. How yeah. would you, gosh, how did, at one, I don't even know how these work, but <laughs> what's like the appropriate way to like present yourself? Can you be having a cocktail? Like, do you, are you supposed to dress a certain <laughs> With way? With a mask? You're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it
2: is a little tricky now that the first date, for most of my clients now is either you know a Zoom date or a lot of the apps like Bumble you can do a video chat date right from the app you never have to leave it. The wow, big, yeah, right? Technology. I didn't even know that. Man. Yeah, the big thing to remember is to set yourself up for a virtual date the same way you would for a real date, so you don't get a second chance to make that first impression. So you have to really think about how, like, what are you wearing? Are you just like, did you just roll out of bed in your sweats? Is your hair in a top (laughs) knot? Like, are you really putting yourself forward in the best, the best possible way? And I have people really actually schedule them as dates. Like sometimes, we don't know what to do and we just like give out our number. Or we're just like, oh, just video chat me. But then you're not really able to get into the mind space of being ready to date. And especially if you have kids at home. Totally. You don't need them in your business, right?
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. No. But no, then no. it's
2: it's different for everybody moving into the social distance dates. I'm finding now that more people are willing to move offline more quickly and go to a social distance date. But I think it really depends on where you are in the country too. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Have you all gone out (laughs) at all? Like into into the world?
1: Tennessee, you can go out. I mean, gosh, well, Tennessee's bad though. There's places I still wear a mask when I go out in Tennessee, but there's places that you don't have to anymore. I mean, you're still supposed to socially distance, but Lots of people are not like in the grocery mm-hmm. store and stuff it makes me very nervous.
0: We're going out. Like Tanner and I have been on a couple dinner dates. We did a staycation. You know, you just follow precautions everywhere. has been super professional. And I'm in California, so we're very strict here. But we've been we've been emerging back into, you know, <laughs> I guess society and trying to like take advantage of that for our, our own mental health. And it's been great mm-hmm. for us as a couple to a lot of the restaurants it's this patio seating but to go out and have dinner and adult conversation and sit on a patio and eat has just been fantastic
2: yeah i'm in california as well and my husband and i had our first like social distance dinner out this week and it was awesome but it almost felt a little bit naughty i'm like can yeah, i really <laughs> do this
0: can i leave really my mask does. this is okay yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking out. <laughs> but it is tricky
2: if you're with someone that you don't know their status. You you are essentially strangers. Personally, and maybe this is from being in California for too long, I would be a little nervous about taking my mask off and being close to them and having a drink. More mm-hmm. of my clients are doing like hikes or, or yeah. walks outdoors, just or, or picnics where they're distanced on on a blanket and they can control the space that m- makes them feel more comfortable. But I-, I just say to everyone, figure out what your comfort level is before you get to the date. Because of course, you know, when you're sitting there across from him staring into his baby blue eyes, like things, <laughs> you're going to just forget <laughs> all of the rules right? that you had set up for yourself. So I always say, make the decision first. What are you comfortable with? So that once you're there, you already know where your boundaries are. Sounds sexy, right?
0: Um, oh no, yeah, super sexy. <laughs> Um, can you t- <laughs> like can you take a coronavirus test please before oh we gosh. make out?
2: <laughs> I mean that's a real thing. Oh, yeah, I like know. Seriously. That is a real thing. And you know, I've I've said that before on my podcast Dates and Mates and I have people from all over the country that are like, "I can't even get a coronavirus test." And wow. so it also depends on where you are, but mm-hmm. yeah, before you cross that threshold like there have actually been like the Canadian government came out and said that it was safer for you to have sex with someone and wear masks than like to even kiss them. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. So
1: yes. You have so less weird. chance of transmission.
2: And I just thought that just does not sound good to me. <laughs> that like no. having sex with masks on. I just. it, it doesn't. I mean, not, some people probably would sexy. like
1: that. I feel that could be a weird kinky yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, a new fetish is going to emerge out of the pandemic. I'm sure. Oh
0: gosh, that's so scary. (laughs) Ah, that's funny. So I have a question that one of our listeners asked, and she's a single mom, and she wants to know, like, after you've gone through and you've like been dating somebody for a while, and you know it's going somewhere, like, when is there a good? Is there ever, I guess, a good time? Like, when do you introduce this person? To your kids.
1: Ooh,
2: very, very far down the road in, in my book. Because you have to remember your kids are going to form their own relationship with this person, positive or negative. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, you you are essentially putting your kid through a breakup as well. Yeah. And you, of course you never know. You never know what's going to happen. But I say if you can wait a little bit longer until you have the sense that this person is going to be in your life for a while i think it's healthier for your kids and i'm not a parenting expert i just just know from from living with two of them
0: <laughs> yeah how kids
2: how kids process emotions and how kids can also get very attached whether it's to a person or to this to the idea that you are dating someone who's not their father right right
1: They don't like that
2: sometimes.
1: How early (laughs) should you, or is there a rule? If like you go on your first date, is that an appropriate time to tell someone you have kids? Should you wait? Should that be the first thing that you say? Yeah, I do think you need to mention it on the first date, especially if you're
2: not, showing pictures of your kids on your profile. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it should be clear from your profile that you have kids, but again, you're the star. But when you're on the date, I think it's appropriate to mention that you have kids because obviously that's a major factor in whether you can form a relationship with this person or not. Right. But we can't make it all about our kids. And that's that's the tendency, right, for a lot of moms is our life – especially when they're really little, our life becomes about what they're doing. Oh, so you have to remember, the yeah, the things that make you tick and the things that you enjoy doing. And as soon as I remember those things about <laughs> what I like to do, <laughs> I'll report back on, on how to do Please
1: do. That. do. <laughs> oh, gosh, <good. laughs> things we forget. Well, since we're talking about us now, how, how do we... Date our husbands again and and spice put some spice back in our our dating life mm, with our it's, husbands.
2: It it is. I love the way that you phrase that. It's really important to to look at it as still dating your husband and to make those make those dates and make those times for just the two of you to be together. And I know for a lot of people, they might not be able to have. A babysitter or a parent watch their kids right now. So, you might have to do those dates at home while the kids are sleeping or something like that. But to make that time and to build that anticipation, like I remember dating my husband, it was always like, oh, this is great. I'm going to see Seth on Saturday. Like, I would start getting excited for it, you know, midweek, right? Yeah. And you can recreate that. And especially now, because the dates are so spaced out, <laughs> like, I'm looking forward <laughs> to dates that are happening two weeks away, but that anticipation, <laughs> right? It really it really fuels the relationship and then the passion for when you actually are together.
0: I see my husband 24-7, though, right now. I'm like, go. <laughs> right. maybe he should, like, go away for a little bit and then I'll be <laughs> inside. Oh, it's yeah. Like a lot of yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> make it something that you can look forward to. As well, like, it's not just like, let's, let's just sit and have dinner and talk to each other like we've been doing every day, but like, give it an activity. We're going to go for a hike or we're going to, um, I did for my husband's birthday, I found this, this, this company that did a scavenger hunt picnic. So, you you go on the app and they send you a riddle that takes you to a location you pick up one picnic item and then that sends you to another location you pick up another picnic item and then that's so cool it was so cute and it was just so different from what we were experiencing and took us to a different area of LA that we don't normally go to so just the variety can really add a lot of spice and make it different because yeah, I we're together twenty four seven too, but instead of having logistical conversations of like, okay, I have to do this work call, can you take the kids? Can you do their virtual distance learning for for today? It's really more about having that unique experience together again
0: and wearing red on your dates. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He will Getting not be outfit. able
2: to, to keep his hands off of you. <laughs> It actually Do you, really does work. Like even just getting dressed a little bit more. Like, as you're probably walking yeah. around in your in your sweats, right? You're not like all day together. Like, I'm going to be wearing makeup and you know and oh, dressing oh, no. sexy, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's amazing. It's like you how, said. I'm like, have I brushed my teeth today? Right. Oh God. I'm I'm wondering <laughs> that days. myself right
2: now. Uh, <laughs> but when you put a little bit of effort into, I'm going to make this special. I'm going to set, set the scene. And you know, you put on that cute red dress and you, you, you do your hair and you do a little something different. He will notice. Now he might not notice what you've done differently. I don't know about your husband's, but mine like never notices. Like I could completely change the color of my hair and it, it, it will be completely different. And he's like, I don't know, something's different about you, but he can't even tell
1: what it is. (laughs) But he feels that energy
2: of something's different, right?
1: Oh, totally. I know yesterday I took a shower for the first time in a long time and put on like a little bit of mascara and like actually blow dried my hair. And he was like, wow, did you do something different? You look so nice. I'm like, yes, I've not showered in so many days and I actually did my hair and I put on mascara.
2: (laughs) See, it (laughs) really does work. (laughs) It really does yeah, work. And then he can get excited, too, you know. You, totally. And, and that's a good
1: guy, too, that he acknowledged that. It, it was really nice. You do you nice. have, like, uh, dating, like, sex rules for you and your husband? Like, is that a thing that you talk about? Um, You mean other than locking the door? <laughs> no, I mean, like... Well, yes, that. But I mean, like... My kids
2: are a little when bit When you older, say, like, <laughs> okay,
1: I'm going to date my husband, Um, do you also say, like, you should also in dating have sex like twice a week that also keeps a relationship alive or anything um
2: i i actually don't know if i believe that i think everybody has to figure out what's what is right for you at that time Mm -hmm. right like i you know i'd hate for someone to hear like domona said it should be twice a week and they're like i'm only having sex (laughs) twice a month (laughs) the relationship is finished right? right um so i would say Make sure that you're communicating, though, with your partner, that their needs are getting met because they might have a different expectation. And then when you're not talking about those things, that's when the resentment
1: starts to happen. And that is never sexy.
0: Yeah.
1: I was watching the Today Show today and they were talking about that. That's why I was like, I'm just wondering.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I like your answer, Demona, though, because there's ebb and flow to relationships. It's not always just going up all the time or, you know, or some, I mean, sometimes it is a plateau, but it's an ebb and flow type of thing. So there's different seasons and uh, people go through different experiences. So we're not always going to be on the same sexual page, but we do need to communicate with our partners.
2: Definitely. And
0: really at this
2: time, like people are having a lot of emotions about a lot of things and that Mm -hmm. can absolutely impact your sex life for sure. So just letting your partner know it's OK, like even if they're not feeling very sexy right now. Mm-hmm. And when when you're together for the long haul, you go through a lot of a lot of different phases. Like I know after I had my kids, I was like six months. You're not getting in here for six months. <laughs> oh, I get that. <laughs> I just didn't I just didn't feel like it. And then I yeah. went got into another phase where it was like, well, I feel like having sex every day. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Damn. I cannot keep up with this.
1: So Good for you, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it's, it's that. Not this phase. Phase. <laughs> um,
2: that was past tense. <laughs> oh
1: well. um, I've wanted to ask um, where. So, I mean, you've given us like such great advice, but where uh-huh. can people also find you so that they can find your podcast and your dating help and all of your media? Where can we find you? Well, I host the Dates and
2: Mates podcast. We just started season eight, and that's where I give. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's like my other baby. Uh, (laughs) So that's where I give all of my freshest dating and relationship advice and then datesandmates.com has a lot of other goodies and things like the profile starter kit like you said i have a 7 day relationship boot camp if you want to spice things up a little bit and take it to the
1: next level with your partner or if you're looking for love Those that's the amazing i'm actually uh, i'm going to download that relationship boot camp right now and just i know moment. i was like ooh <laughs> i'm like i'm like ooh thinking exercise feeling <laughs> exercises growing exercises i could use that everybody could use that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to infuse that variety sometimes too.
2: Oh, totally. Uh, just make sure that, that he's on board with it. Oh no. he. <laughs> sometimes he, we could get be. like, we have a project now <laughs> and then the guys oh, gosh. are like, what, what, what have you been reading? Who have you been talking to? <laughs> but my husband's a good sport. I, I make him, he's in the lab for, for all of the, 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 the programs and and uh, advice that I give. So, he's been a good sport
1: and I th- I think it'll be something fun. So, let me know how it goes. Oh, yeah, we will. Um well, thank you so so much for coming on and chatting with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, that was fun. She was great. She was so great.
1: Now, I'm yeah. seriously, I'm going to s- try this uh boot camp. I mean, like why not? What else am I doing? <laughs>
0: You know, like like she said, like we all could use a little freshener probably on our dating lives, whether we're single or if we're with a partner or we have a, you know, like a spouse, whatever. We all could definitely probably right now in these times.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. From being yeah. with them all the time. Yeah.
0: That's like, that's like my thing is Tanner and I are together. I'm sure you and Evan are together so much. It's oh, just yeah. our lifestyles right now. And sometimes I'm just like... I don't want to like be romantic with you. I don't even want to look at you. Like we've been together for how many hours straight? But to make it intentional, like you said, you have to be intentional, carve out that time, make time to date. And it's obviously worth it because your children are going to like notice I like notice when Emmy, Emmy notices when Tanner and I are hugging her whole face lights up. That's so, so sweet. It's so cute. And then she, and then she wants in, she wants a family hug. So, so it's just like, you know, when you work on yeah. your relationship, it benefits everybody.
1: Totally. I, it's so funny when like Evan will go over and like, um, like Bella will be sitting on my lap and he'll give Bella a kiss and she'll be like, now kiss mommy. <laughs> yeah (laughs) he's like oh okay but it's it's funny because like she notices like things like that like he would you know we're so used to just kissing the kids and like kissing before bedtime and stuff but like it's like oh this is like a random time to kiss but you need to kiss mommy too like it's really sweet
0: that is really cute well you guys thank you so
1: much for listening we hope you got something from this Man, we just really love you guys.
0: Oh, yeah. We appreciate you guys like always. And we wanted to tell you guys about something really cool that we're adding to the podcast so you guys can be more a part of it. We're setting up a voicemail where you can leave listener questions and your voice will be featured on the podcast. I'm super excited about this because it makes us feel more connected to you. So I'm going to give you the number, and that's one eight four four eight four four 844 moms So 844-844-MOMS. That's like really
1: easy to remember. You don't even need a jingle for that one,
0: (laughs) Can you... Carly, can you make up a jingle? Like maybe next. You know time what? I'll... Maybe
1: next week I'll come up with a little jingle. <laughs> That'd be um, fun.
0: That would be fun.
1: But you guys, we love you so much. Please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five star rating and review. It helps other moms find the show, and it just honestly makes us feel nice and squishy inside.
0: All all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks again. From, From the, the Westwood, Westwood One, One Podcast Network.
1: Network.